This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Thailand, gang. Here we are. I've been informed that I'm not allowed to do my uh, Asian accent. That is correct. Okay, fine. <laughs> that is correct, fine. yes. I will just say, welcome. <laughs> is that no good? No good, no good. All right, that's it. Okay, that's it. I You're as out of your how system. I say welcome in Oh, yeah. Um, Thai... Taiwanese? Well, that, that, what do you speak in Thailand? Taiwanese? No, Thai. Taiwanese is in Taiwan. Oh. Yeah, I believe. Those aren't the same thing? Those are not the same place, oh. yeah. Not sure I could pick either of them Just out kidding, on a map. Folks, I'm super culturally aware. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of culturally aware, this is cultural sensitivity to the max, this episode. I feel like they were from all Becca over. Or? From Becca, the whole gang. Yeah. The whole gang, really, culturally sensitive. This is the episode in which Becca says, there's something really old and cultural about interacting with a monk. So you know you're in for a good time. I was thinking, because one of the other things that Becca says right at the beginning of the episode about Thailand is, it smells good. <laughs> there's so much culture here. I uh, here's I'm just going to float this out there. Okay. Anthony Bourdain, R.I.P., Sadly, gone from this world. Sure, I think we're looking for a replacement. I'm gonna I think we Becca found her. Out there I think we found she, her. Like she really just has her pulse on a certain je ne sais quoi. She really gets the culture, really the essence of the what place. It means to be a world traveler. Well, what I would like about it is, say she goes to Japan. She would say, we're in Japan a whole bunch. Just a whole bunch. Yeah, and that would be most of the show would just mm-hmm. be, we're in Japan. We're sitting here at a restaurant in Japan. It smells so good. It smells, there's so much culture here. So much culture. Um, yeah, so there is a lot of culture here. There's temples scattered throughout, Becca informs us. Um, she also informs us that she is in love with two men and falling in love with a third. I'm still trying to look up how to say welcome. <laughs> Hang on a second. My computer is... Uh... It's going too slow. It's got to keep up. We're on a <sighs> breakneck slow. pace here. This Hang is... On. Hang on, guys. It's going to be worth it. Yeah, it's totally going to be worth it. I'm also not 100% sure that the language is called Thai. But... You said that, not me. No, I know. I That's Taiwanese. what I'm saying. I know it's not called Taiwanese. Um, so I'll carry this while your computer yeah, is scrolling it, along. Okay, you know who has uh, wild and crazy chemistry? Oh, shit. I don't know how to say this. Oh, man, get the thing to... Those aren't... Uh, let's play it. Ready? Okay, here we go, guys. Yeah. Oh, everybody loved that. That was Ye- worth it. Yes. I'm, I, out of cultural respect, I'm not going to try to say it again myself. We'll let the computer handle that. One more time. One more time okay, for here we our go. Thai listeners. Welcome. Welcome, our Thai listeners. We appreciate you t- tuning in this mm-hmm. and every week. Um, all right. So as I was saying, who has wild and crazy chemistry? Garrett and Becca. Garrett. 
Garrett and Becca have and wild Becca. and crazy chemistry. Yes. She Those says, two. Um, that she, did you already say this? That she says she's in love with two men and falling in love with a third. I did say that. Writing's yes. on the wall for you. Jason. Right? Yeah. Guess who she's falling in love with? <laughs> um, falling in and out of love with you. Is that a song? That's Alicia Keys, right? Oh. I keep on falling in and out of love with you. So you're allowed to do that, but I'm not allowed to do my entire That was me singing. That's just me feeling the groove of the song. Is that offensive? Nope. To get into some music? Oh, it's offensive to my ears. Well, ooh, snap. Yeah, it is. That's true. All right. Okay. Uh, She wonders if Garrett can always challenge and push her. She said, so this is when we're getting kind of just a recap of the situation because it has been a full six days since we've seen these people. So obviously, Becca needs to spend 20 minutes of the episode. Yeah, Yeah, just recap. I remember nothing. Who is this? Where are we? Uh, Jason, she says they got a slower start. I know that Jason loves me. I know that I'm falling in love with him, too, again. Yeah, sorry, big guy. Yeah, we've seen how this plays out before. What Bachelor I'm falling in love with you means, mm. I'm not there yet. Um, Blake, she says she feels 100% herself, uh, and it's effortless with him. And then she emphatically says, I am in love with Blake. Yeah, she's been emphatic about that for a couple of weeks now. Mm-hmm. That she is, in honestly, at this point... Obviously, folks, Jason gets cut. I'll go ahead and spoil this for you. It's hard to say who she's like. I feel like she almost is leaning towards Blake. Bad feeling that they're that it's going to be Garrett because I do think they're setting Garrett up as a little bit of the dark horse and Blake as the Uh, sure thing. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I mean, my I feel like somehow we got inadvertently spoiled that it was Garrett, but um. Well, we knew that Garrett would make it really far right? based on the fact that they wouldn't denounce his Instagram activity. Sure, yeah, yeah. And I just, at this point, can't say if I know, if I, I don't know. I, I can't say who's going to get that number one spot. Yeah, no, it's tough. It really does seem it's like a neck and neck race. from the spoilers and Us Weekly tends to just spoil it at this point sure i'm sure you know we'll figure it out we'll just see a photo of them together shopping at target and that will spoil everything yeah or liking terrible instagram photos together i guess when becca starts liking horrible things on instagram that's when we know who it is (laughs) um blake gets the first fantasy suite date uh becca says I've missed you so freaking much. She's just like ultra Canadian. She in this gets episode. more Canadian when she leaves the country. I, miss I think you so freaking. She's got to. She's got to compensate with Blake. The chemistry is electric. She Whoa. says it's electric. Boogie woogie woogie woogie. <laughs> you gotta feel it. Um, they are hiking to a sacred temple, and once they go past the threshold, they cannot kiss and cannot touch. It's kind of the opposite of the fantasy suite threshold. Ooh, it's true. Fun fact, their faces would melt off like Indiana Jones if they kissed or touched past that threshold. Blake says that they're probably cursed if they cross, and then Blake says, you go to hell. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes, and we had to rewind this like four times well, for me to figure out what was going Becca on. Becca say you burn up on the spot, which is all right, Becca. That's kind of funny, mm-hmm. but. We had to keep rewinding it to see the um, the closed, closed caption, captioning, yeah. which also showed Blake kind of just saying under his breath, you go to hell. Right. And then later, you're going to hell for sure. You're cursed. Yeah. Blake is um, real into people going to hell. I really liked the monk who yeah. got on the show and 100% made eye contact with the camera and rolled his eyes. <laughs> I love that even he knows how the reality TV game is the played. The monk is like, fuck this right. shit. Right. This is ridiculous. Yeah, he's given I some serious me. side eye. Yeah, even this monk whose job it is to love and respect all is mm. like, I can't. I can't. I can't do this. It's respect a, for all living things. It's going to be a hard Oof, pass on Yeah. So he gives them some advice about love. Did we already talk about how Becca... I think you already said this, but it might bear repeating. It bears repeating. How Becca says, quote, There's something so old and cultural about interacting with a monk. So old, yes. Tell me more, Becca. Yeah, give us... That's that Anthony Bourdain it's feeling. It's just so cultural. You, it's very cultural to do it. Um, yes, so the monk gives them some love advice. And uh, Blake says that hearing about love sitting next to the woman I love was incredible. So the advice specifically is that there are four things that you need for a happy life with your partner. Okay. Honesty. Okay. Okay. Adjustment or adaptation. Okay. You get that. Yeah. You're not going to be married to the same person, you know, sure. for like 20 years. Yeah. Uh, patience. And also... Giving, giving love, and also giving not natural things. <laughs> Was that, uh, I missed that. That is what, what is. Giving not natural I things. I mean, I think that's butt sex. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the monk was telling them to do. Yeah. Not natural You gotta things. give it up. Yeah. Yeah. What I mean, is That's, it a coincidence uh, that we yeah. get this advice about giving not natural not natural things, things right, right before, before the fantasy suite? I don't think yeah. It is. Yeah, no, I good think advice, a monk. Whole umbrella of activity that, that fall under yeah. not natural things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that monk was really encouraging them to get nasty in the fantasy <laughs> suite. Uh, Becca says it's so peaceful here. And Blake says that the monk was so wise. So wise when he said that thing about butt sex. <laughs> Not natural things. Not natural things. Uh, Blake is still freaking out. Um, Yeah, he's worried that the other guys... He thinks that there's no way the other guys could have the connection that he does, but he can't be sure. And he also keeps making the kind of strange distinction of like... I know that other guys don't feel the same way about Becca as I do, mm-hmm. but I'm worried that Becca feels the same way about them that she does about me. Oh, I that's don't know. interesting. He's kind of like weird. Mm-hmm. I hadn't quite put my finger on that, but you're right. Yeah, well, that he says that. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I just hadn't put my finger that that was particularly particularly the anxiety. He's also sweating profusely, and he has like a middle school mustache. <laughs> He really, I mean, yeah. he did. Yeah, it's not even a joke. It's just an accurate description of what's going on with his face. Yeah. So. Uh, Becca tells him that he has been, of all of the guys, the most solid and the most consistent, which I feel like in the Bachelor world means that this dude's coming in second place. Yeah. Yeah. Solid, reliable. Yeah, solid I second mean, that's place. Becca. Solid fallback. That's, yep. Yeah. That's right. No, that's true. That's why 
Ari went with her in the first place, which she seemed like the safe choice. So, oof. Yeah, I I agree. I think that Blake is going to come in second in the end. Um, it, at the temple, there is a bell they can ring to spread their love to everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spread their love. And then at some point, a thunderstorm rolls in, and Becca says, I've always loved thunderstorms, but I think I like them even more now. Just, that's it? That's it. That's just... <laughs> I feel like there were a lot of quotables in this one. Is yeah. that quotable? It's, I don't oh, know. That's going on my towels in the, <laughs> in the guest bath. It doesn't mean fucking anything. Um, I feel like Becca is one of those people that just says things mm-hmm. because she can't stand to have empty right. air. Well, I guess that's what I'm getting at with the quote. Like, I don't think that means all that much or it's very like uh, cliche or sort of like uh, it's not cliche not it's cliche it's uh, yeah it's meaningless pat, like, yeah banter yes. of like just be quiet you know um becca at one point uh, and i don't remember why she did this but she knocked on wood and then she says i'm so superstitious and blake says oh are you which i just felt was like they don't like they don't know each other at all right. you know i feel like when little it was just a little moment that highlighted, like, oh, right, y'all are still virtual strangers. Right, almost strangers. Yeah, I would also love it if she was like, no, I'm not. I was just lying. Like, I love that question, like, are you? Like, no, I'm not. I'm, I was teasing you. Um, um, Blake tells Becca that he's the kind of guy who, and I did think this was a good line, he looks for a reason to stay, not a reason to go. Yeah, that is a well played, Blake, well yeah. played. Um, I will say, so Becca asked him, in a week and a half, you could potentially commit to me and I could potentially commit to you. Does that freak you out at all? And Blake just says, like, no, not at all. Which, like, shouldn't that freak you out a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. That's the wrong reaction. That monk would tell you that that is not a wise decision. Yeah, I wish the monk was just like, this is stupid. Like, you are not, <laughs> you are not making good decisions rolled, with your I lives. I mean, again, he sure, rolled he his rolled eyes. Sure, he rolled his eyes. But, and maybe that's what he was saying in Thai. Like, they translated it. So maybe, you know, they translated from him saying, like, this is a stupid show. You should not do this. So Blake and Becca uh, are extended an invitation to the fantasy suite. Yeah, and I had forgotten, but every time, everybody has to read the whole card. The whole card. The whole card. And it's written in a handwriting that is clearly not Chris Harrison's. I refuse to believe that that is what Chris Harrison's handwriting is Some intern is writing those out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. After she, like, gives Chris Harrison a BJ. (laughs) (laughs) Why was that part of it? Because of, uh... Uh... That show. What is the the oh, Lifetime? Unreal. Unreal? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Chet character. Oh, no, the... Um, well, Chris The Harrison host character. The He's host. the dumb host character. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, Unnatural Things. Unnatural. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be our... There's our that, title. That's Yeah, that's the uh, episode title. So they do forego their individual rooms. Indeed they do, yeah. And Becca's dress is on the floor the, the next, next morning. morning. Yeah, Whoa. the nice artful shot of the dress strewn yeah. across the floor. Classy. Blake shirtless as they're in bed together. Um, Blake says that uh, she makes him nervous. He never Blake gets nervous. Blake seems a little like solemn, mm-hmm. a little somber. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like he's definitely at the point where he's not going to relax until it's over. Right, right, yeah. Um, yeah, I got nothing else. I got nothing else, too. Oh, he, I uh, got, he said, I didn't need last night to prove that I was in love with you. But I'm glad that I had <laughs> it. But I'm glad I got it. 
I didn't need it, but I wanted it. Um, all right, okay. Jason, Jason, bastard. I know. So I feel like Jason. Uh, in my notes, I wrote that he has just become a Joey Tribbiani like parody. I've, his hair is like extra slicked back. I don't. I just feel like he's more. He this was is more his of vacation like a character. Yeah, I know. Yeah. In this episode, he runs up and he yells, "How you doing, baby?" <laughs> Uh, they appear to crash a geisha like street dance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These women are dancing, are doing like a street performance, and then all of a sudden, Jason and Becca are just in there being like clueless. Right, so much culture here. <laughs> Something so old and cultural about this dance. Oh, they eat some crickets. They we, do. You sh- that's what you do when you're in Thailand. You eat crickets. They're really stepping outside the box. Did right. Anthony Bourdain ever do that? Probably not. Probably not. Actually, he probably did. Um, they are smoky, salty, a little crispy. Oh, and there's the leg, they say. Um, Jason says of Becca, I love how charismatic she is. I don't think that would be on my list of the top 20 adjectives I would use to describe Becca. Well, it doesn't start with a B. That's that's part of the problem my, right there. I could list 10 adjectives for Becca that start with a B. Okay, let's go. Boring. One. Basic. Two. Bland. Three. Brunette. Four. <laughs> Hang on. Uh... Boring. I already said that. All right, I got it. Um, that's four. Okay, that's four. We're on our way. Okay, that's pretty good. I feel like there's one that, like, a really obvious one. Hmm. We get there. We get it. Um, I mean, I can think of other B words: bossy, bitchy. I don't feel like none of those. those Yeah. Bland. I already said that. You said bland. Yeah. Okay. We'll get back to it. So if we got four, I can think of four B adjectives. (laughs) The described anyway, Becca. it's not charismatic. No, no, I don't think that uh, she's charismatic at all. Um, she does have a little freak out in the middle of the day. Are we there already? Yeah, I think we're there. Yeah, so they are um hanging out mm-hmm. and they go to a building that has like really ornate architecture, and Becca makes a comment of like, Do you want this back home in your apartment? And he's like, yeah, totally, in Seattle. And then Becca just, like, loses her mind. <laughs> Why? I, so one of the things that I don't like about Becca as the Bachelorette, and this is a problem that, frankly, a lot of them have, uh, bachelors and bachelorettes, she's just not good at, like, expressing how she feels in the sure. moment. She's not very mm-hmm. eloquent. Right. Um, and so she just keeps saying that she feels weird. <laughs> And the producers are like, let's go sit in the shade. So it's a really weird moment of like... Right, right. is she you... having heat stroke? Yeah. What's going on? Was Is the cricket having a bad reaction? Yeah. Um, and clearly at this point, I, I thought it was very clear that Jason was just going to be... Yeah, quiet. that was he's done though at this point, you know. Well, but weirdly, so that happens and then they like cut to commercial and they come back and it's night. Mm-hmm. And like they just blow right. past it's the like, freak did she out. Just like go back and was like, "Hey, right. sorry, everything's good." I had to find the loo. <laughs> <laughs> had to eat another cricket. Now she's British. Um, British number five. No, no, that doesn't count. British Columbian. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, and I mean, so I I actually thought that that was an interesting 
scene because it does show you how much I think they just have to rely at this point on like gut mm-hmm. feelings and instinct. Right. Because she's right. Like Jason is a really great guy. There's nothing that would differentiate or give her a specific reason for liking mm-hmm. Blake more than Jason, you know? Right. If anything, Blake is, or uh, Jason, I think, is a lot cuter. Mm-hmm. Um, I know but you do. she just says, like, this the instant that she made a comment about the future, she wanted to take it back. And I feel like when that happened for her, then it was like, it, you can't undo that, you right. know? Right. Well, and I actually feel like this was an interesting situation. So, first of all, my take was that Jason handled this whole thing extremely well. He did. Um, very classy. Let's be clear. It's because he wants to be The Bachelor. Sure. Well, but in the moment, I feel like, do you have your head on that much? Eh, you know? I guess maybe not. You no, know, in the, no, like in the talking no, heads. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, he, he really was... handled it in a classy way. And Becca, honestly, I agree with you. I mean, she was really hard on herself. But it's not there, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, I don't... I think that of these three guys, Jason is the best one. Mm-hmm. But if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. Mm-hmm. If you want that electric chemistry that you have with Blake or that wild and crazy mm-hmm. fun that you have with Garrett... Yeah, I mean, this was... It's kind of like... More fun than any other couple on the planet. On the planet. This is kind of like the Leo situation where they're just like, yep, There's no reason, but if you're not feeling, feeling it, it yeah. yeah. Um, and you're right. I mean, because I think that so what happens is they go out to the night date, and um, poor Jason is like, I feel good. Yeah. Oh, um, poor guy. Becca yeah. says that she owes it to Jason to see if she can get it back on track. So I do feel like she does kind of like due diligence of seeing like maybe it was just a weird moment. But then you know Jason just starts talking about. Um, how how he feels about her, and I feel like Becca. In my notes, I said she just looks like she's gonna throw up. Right, like she right. looks sick. Yeah. Um, she walks away. She says she needs a minute. She always needs a minute. Need a, yeah, I just need a minute. Just need a minute. Uh, she says that she feels like she can't breathe. So then she comes back and basically breaks it off mm-hmm. with him. And I mean, again, I thought that Jason did a good job of not. He doesn't get angry. He doesn't right. lash out at her. But at the same time, he is kind of like, what the fuck, dude? Right. Like, like what's up? Yeah. yeah. Like, genuinely, I want to know what's going on. But that, I think that's what I mean about him handling it well is he isn't just like, all right, peace. Or, like, well, getting I mad. Think there's he's, a weird moment where he's kind of like, maybe we should see what happens, like, if we get a little more time. Sure, like, yeah. Maybe let's see what happens in the old fantasy maybe suite. Maybe we see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Then tell I'm, me how you feel Yeah, about I mean, me. the girls were telling Becca to take him to the fantasy suite. Yeah, because she says, uh, I can't put you through an overnight and put me through an overnight if it's not 100% there. I imagine Jason would beg to differ <laughs> on that one. No, it's okay. I'll be fine. Um, uh, he tells her that he hopes she finds her happiness, and she says, I hope you find it too, to which she replies, sure. <laughs> That was great. Yeah, that's also... I feel like he um, he handled this well, too, because he wasn't like... He was... You could tell he cares about the relationship and mm-hmm. cares about Becca, but he wasn't, like, falling apart mm-hmm. either. Like, he, I feel like he kept his dignity mm-hmm. yes. intact yes. the whole time. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Becca was just, like, beating herself up. Said she did the same thing. Uh, she said, I literally just did to him what Ari did no, to me. No, you didn't. Uh, no, that's, that's incorrect. That's not the same thing. Yeah, that's yeah. not right at all. <laughs> yeah, you literally just did to him what the program forces you to do to people. 
I feel like Becca has done a good job of, um, like, learning from the mistakes of how Ari made her feel. You sure. know, like, there's yep. a point later in the episode where she makes a point to say, I'm not going to say I love you until right. the last Until guy. there's one guy and left. And I, like, I think that that's a really good choice. It's a great choice. Yeah, and that's, we've learned that from what, Nick... Made that mistake. Ari made that mistake. I feel like they're all doing it now. So I think it's refreshing to see Becca be like, nope, I'm saving that for the final person. Right, and to deliberately save that for Mm -hmm. the final person. Yeah, no, I think that's great. Because I think that, I mean, we've talked about this before a million times. Like, that has to be terrible for the person even who gets chosen to know, like, well, two days before I was saying I love you to the other person, too. Right. No, that's a good point. And, like, if anything, even if it's just for self-preservation after Mm -hmm. the show ends, like, just don't say it. Right. (laughs) Right. No, that's absolutely true. Anyway, um, she does seem very apologetic Mm -hmm. for ending it in this way with... uh, Jason. I get this. I mean, she genuinely doesn't want to hurt him. Um, I think she genuinely likes him and does want him to find success, happiness in his life. All right. But uh, not with her. Not, yeah, not in the fantasy suite, yeah. sadly. All right. Poor Jason. And poor Becca, too. It's, I think that uh, Jason was pretty good in the sack. That's my guess. <laughs> Usually, the, I feel like I'm not going to get real raunchy on this fan. Though we are, I guess we already did the unnatural things. Oh, you had to apologize to my mom. I know. Yeah, I really that. offended your mom oh, yeah. a couple of fantasy suite episodes <laughs> yep. ago. So I'm going to try to keep had it to clean reel this time. Yeah. Rain myself in. Also, this was a pretty boring fantasy it suite was. episode. It, I'm just going to make a blanket comment, guys. This season blows. Yeah. It's been it's been boring. As soon as like the antics stopped with like the Jordan David. I mean, if the highlight of the season is a dude falling off a bunk bed, <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know you've got a, a uh, weak season on your hands. I just don't. I feel like Becca's not a great carrier for the show and I mean I do think that the people that are left are good matches for her but Becca's right. boring so right. the guys that she's choosing are boring well that's the thing other than Jason the interesting like guys are, like they're not that good looking yeah I'm not even getting any eye candy I know come on that's that's what you, you should get a little better bit more amp it up. Paradise better deliver with Joe the grocer oh Joe the grocer will deliver I hope yeah all right, Becca and Garrett go bamboo rafting. Uh, it is a national Thai holiday, and the river is packed. There is an elephant also bamboo rafting. And he's mad, too. What are all these people doing here? I just wanted some time by myself. Um, yeah, Garrett, Becca tells Garrett he is a natural bamboo rafter. Um, this is when Becca starts saying a bunch, we're in Thailand right now. Yeah. Can We're in be- Thailand. Can you believe it? We're in Thailand. No, I can't. We're in yeah. Thailand. And she does it when they wake up, too. Can you believe we're waking up in Thailand? And she keeps adding things under a under a roof, listening to the rain. In Thailand. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. They So they navigate the river together. I do feel like that. I would. That's like... I say this often that something is my nightmare date. I don't like situations like that. So, I mean, props to them for kind of still having fun. They're keeping it it together. Also, like, bachelor producers, do your fucking homework. How do you not know that it's a national holiday and that the river is going to be fucking packed? Did they, um, 
I couldn't tell if they did that on purpose I or not. Know. Yeah, because I could see it either way. Just they didn't do any research or they're like, yeah, this will be funny to throw them into this situation. I If they did it for the latter, I mean, you and I have talked about how there's like something kind of lurking under the surface of Garrett. Oh, yeah. Like that they shouldn't <laughs> want to set that off. You know, yeah, like, no, or that they want to almost. Oh, I like, see. I feel like they're trying so to push. like even keeled and... I don't know. I just feel like Garrett is... I get a weird vibe from him. I get a Norman Bates vibe. (laughs) A boy's best friend is his mother. (laughs) I do get a weird vibe from him. I think that he um, is protesting too much, trying to sell himself too much as like, I'm just a super happy guy. Yeah. Like, okay, dude, I want to hear from your ex-wife. Right, sure. Uh, yeah, but she'll be yelling and screaming all the time. It's yeah, because she's just a bitch. It's all her fault. Um, okay. Um, so they head out to their dinner date. Becca <clears> says tonight <throat> is needed to dig deeper. I bet it is, Becca. What do you mean? <laughs> the euphemism. For what? Just, you know, use your imagination. For doing it. <laughs> That's what it's a euphemism for. By the way, we um, did not get to hear Jason say Bexter. Bexter? At all on this one. Yeah, now we'll never get to hear it again. Never again. Um, Garrett says at one point on this date, I don't even remember if this is in the night or the day section, but I did want to comment on it just because I thought it Mm -hmm. was so great, that, uh, quote, I'm not just someone to speak on something and then take it back. (laughs) I want to make sure that it's 100% right. I remember that, yes. Uh, I guess not on Instagram. Right, yeah, you're going to take that back immediately. So the guy whose excuse for liking, you know, anti-trans and and anti-immigrant, yeah, yeah. all of those things was just like, I just click through and like stuff. I don't look at it and I don't think about it. I take it all back. (laughs) (laughs) I want to make 100% sure that what I say is 100% right. Well, which is it, Yeah, which is it? Oh, um... You know, though, something that I noticed when they did that rafting date was it. Do you feel like there's a metaphor for a relationship in like something a rafting about trip like, like that? Navigating a river. Yeah, and like it's kind of like a relationship. Yeah, I think there's probably something there. I wish they would have commented on that explicitly, but, mm. you know, it really made that subtext. It's really not in the like text. the show to be so on the nose. Right, to really literalize all the metaphors like that. Uh, I mean, Becca likes Garrett. She says that she sees her heart's equal in him. Someone who will make a great father, a great husband. Yeah, I don't know. I ended this week's episode just feeling from the feeling that I get, feeling like she's going to choose him. Yeah, Um, yeah. I don't know. She says that they, uh, when she wakes up, that they took leaps in their relationship in the fantasy suite. Unnatural oh. things indeed. Yeah. Garrett. Unnatural things. <laughs> Garrett also says that both she makes me feel so good all the time and I can be 100% myself around her, but also she's making me become a better man. Seems like these things are mutually exclusive, but never mind. Just like I can be myself. But also I need to be a better man at the same time. Can't find a better man. You're not the only one who can sing. <laughs> I invite you to sing. I invite singing on the podcast. Our fans love it. Stay um, tuned for our all musical <laughs> podcast. 
Ryan's got some songs from Rent that he wants to lay down on y'all. 525,600 minutes. See, I know all the songs. Okay. Fun fact, Ryan hates Rent. Hates Rent. Hates Hates it. Hates it. That is a fun fact. (laughs) (laughs) I hate your dumb face. (laughs) How about that? Also a fun fact. (laughs) Um, Garrett says it would be incredible to have this feeling I'm feeling right now for the rest of my life. What is that from? I hate you and your bitch face. What is that? That's uh, Corky that waiting from for Waiting for Guffman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he says it would be incredible to have this feeling for the rest of his life. That's how relationships work. The feeling that you have immediately upon uh, going into it, that's how you feel forever. Mm-hmm. 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 Isn't that, that's been your experience with me, right? Mm-hmm. Though I guess you were kind of annoyed with me at the beginning and you still are. So, you, mm-hmm. you know, that actually would be an accurate thing to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, last night was the greatest date of my entire life. I no. just feel like Garrett seems like an eight-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Though he's, he's also, like, having sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that Colton... He's like Tom Hanks's character in Big <laughs> when he finally <laughs> sleeps with Elizabeth Perkins. Oh, man. Yeah, because Garrett was like, I haven't smiled this much since I was a little boy having family time. <laughs> Oh, man. In the final episode, Ooh, me, the old. big twist this season is that she chooses him and then he shrinks back down into like a 13-year-old boy. Second twist, it's Colton. <laughs> Before and after. Oh, man. All right. Anyway, so where are we? Uh, boring, boring, boring. <laughs> um, Jason comes back yeah. to get to get clarification on the breakup, but for a little bit, when he comes back, you and I both thought that they were going to just make him go through the rose <laughs> right. ceremony. We got to make this thing official, yeah. Because I said, "Wait, what?" Yeah, right. I was, I was genuinely Easy shocked. Partners. Spitting all over the of, mic, just, yeah. It gets a little, little abrasive to the ears. It's a little bit, yeah. As someone who generally re-listens to the podcast with headphones on, I'm here to tell you. You can back it up a little bit. Back it up a notch. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> um, he says he's not ready to let it end. And God, the poor guy made a scrapbook. I know. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, he had to give her that scrapbook that he had but already did made. did he? Did he have to? Just burn it. He should yeah, have burned it. I mean, get rid of it. Yeah. Somebody breaks up with you and then you're like, oh, by the way. Here's our memories. Though that is a, like a twist of the knife. Like, oh, look at how great this I was. Know. And then Becca just has to sit there and look right. at it and cry. cry yeah. Um, yeah, what else? Let's I see. Mean, nothing. Blake. She says oh. the world needs more Jasons. Damn straight it does, Becca. The Bachelor world. Yeah. Bachelor nation. Needs more Jasons. Doesn't need more Jasons. It needs Jasons specifically. The Jason. They, so Jason has on his Instagram feed, which by the way, he scrubbed clean and started over for oh. the show. Pretty smart. Yeah, good move. Um, He posted like a black and white photo that was like, with a long, long, long uh, comment yeah. about how much he's learned, how he still believes that love is out there i mean we get it dude sure it's almost like he wants another chance at love yeah that he has a really compelling story to tell the world like i i'm in favor i think jason is funny and sweet Mm -hmm. you could do a lot i would much rather have jason than either of the other two wahoos that are left that are left yeah or colton god can you imagine colton running this show this (laughs) shit show let's build (laughs) lego let's make a pillow fort (laughs) 
Have you ever been to Build a Bear? <laughs> <laughs> My mom took me, but it was too crowded. <laughs> we had to go. <laughs> we had to pay twenty-seven dollars because that's my age. <laughs> we had to go to Wetzel's Pretzels instead. <laughs> Um, so to continue the theme of cultural sensitivity, they have the rose ceremony in a temple. That's classy. It's sacred space for a sacred event. Well, according to Becca, there's just temples everywhere, everywhere. in Thailand. You everywhere. Can't, you can't walk without stepping on a temple. It also appears from the little gag reel at the end that uh, Blake pees on this side of the temple. Yep. Yeah, so that's nice. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome from America. This Hashtag is from Trump's, Trump's America. America. Oh, um, you let us come over and film in your country. We're gonna <laughs> piss on your temple. All right, you're uh, fired, Thailand. So let they both get roses. Yep. And they're uh, gonna meet the Mid- Kufrin Johnson clan. The Kufrin Johnsons. Oh my gosh. Oy vey. Oh. And they're going to the Maldives, the Maldives, which I'm super jealous about. Super jelly. Jelly. Yeah. I got nothing. I got nothing. I've Mintel had nothing. Until all next week. Yeah, I've had. There's a reason this one is 36 minutes. It's. Because um, it's real boring. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to have a 10 minute sing off uh, interlude of just kind of a rent montage. <laughs> And go. In moments, in kitties. <laughs> Is that the only song you know? <laughs> in piping hot cups of coffee. No, take me out Let's do a... tonight. Oh my Is that right? Is that the tune? Let's do a Bachelor parody. In roses. <laughs> in sunsets. In hot to make out sessions. Oh, God. I probably should have killed this thing when uh, we had the chance. All right. Well, gang, we'll see you next week for the men sing all. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.